Hello, this episode of the podcast features uh, a test conversation between Muzaki Zaina, the host, me, and uh, a potential uh, permanent-ish co-host intern uh, whose name is 13. If you go to the Patreon version to check out the video, there's more content about uh, more sort of like getting to know you conversations with this uh, intern, but there's no video component. Um. Uh, yeah, we don't know if we're gonna keep the intern. By the way, so you know, this is a, again, this is a test conversation. Um, a lot of it is about AI and 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 the weird anxieties that uh a past version of me had. I still do. I don't know if I articulated it properly in this episode. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And then uh, some other fun stuff as well. So yeah. Hopefully, having a, a person to bounce my ideas off of would be good. We'll find out. We'll find out. You'll find out. You'll find out right now, actually. Episode starts. Here we go. Pew, pew, pew. One, two, three. Four. Open your mind. Anything's possible. It's just some stupid thing. You gotta say stuff before he says stuff. Mm-hmm. I know you're just being silly, but it's fun. So, let's talk. You and me, right now. We're having a laugh. Let's go. Ready? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mental Pacha Podcast. Uh, how is that new intro treating you? I like it. I'm I played with it a little bit, and yeah, I think I'm ready to leave it alone now. It's pretty good. I don't know. I think. How's your uh, Raya been? Is that good? Oh wait, before we get into talking about you, this podcast is not about you. Chill. It is about. Uh, Chill it. This podcast is just you press play and you go oh, and then it's a fun time. So before we get to that, I would like to introduce to you um, uh, one of a potential uh, co-hosts we're trying out. This is intern thirteen. Say hi. Hi. Thirteen is here, and yeah. So uh, this is the podcast. Welcome. I hope you like the place. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. We're off to a blazing start. The uh, it is is fine. We're testing out. You know, we this this episode might not go up. Just fun fact for the listener: there's a few episodes that I've I've tried and a few different um test hosts. I've test co-host, test companion uh, persons. I've tried out, and we did a whole recording. Had a good time, but it ended up didn't really going out because of a lot of different reasons: compatibility and like weird like things that happen in the. I don't know. It's a vibe. We gotta catch a vibe. You know what I mean. And also for me, because I'm very uh, impatient and I need the a weekly bounce person from the wall. And I think plucking somebody from not necessarily the comedy scene might help. And this is that person. Hello, thirteen. Hello. What would you say is your qualifications for talking shit? Hmm. Qualifications for talking shit. I yeah, mean, yeah. I sell insurance for a living, so <laughs> I know what is talking shit. What? I didn't know you need to talk shit to learn. Okay, we've talked about insurance before in this podcast. In this podcast, insurance is like the 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 very obvious like shark fin of late stage capitalism. Even though it's not really late stage, insurance is 
is the every insurance ad is Loki sebenarnya like like a mafia threat you know what a nice family you got there right you want to keep them safe right yeah I thought so like that's that's all insurance ads that look like the, you know what I mean it's all like happy happy but then the undercurrent is yes in family is important right you wouldn't want anything bad to happen to your family prudential So that, <laughs> so that's who you work for. But I don't know that there's you. You need to talk shit. Where does, does the shit talk come in? No, the shit talk comes in from the very beginning. I guess like you can't really approach someone without you know at least making some shit up. About that you, no, you think that people are going to believe you when you want to sell them something, and then you be like, oh, I I have never had anything bad happen to my family before. I have never had anything. Uh, any bad experience? Yeah. So you know you have to make sh- shit up, like you know. You have to scare Last them. week, my cousin. Yeah. So you tell them so stories. I, yeah, I don't know how many of my cousins have been in hospitals. <laughs> I don't even have that many cousins. But you tell them anyway. Yo, one, yes. one of my cousins, man, this exact thing happened to them, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Well. That's how you get sales. Wow. Well, whatever gets you money. Is here as again. I I I don't know if me talking to the listener about our earlier episodes is turning them off. But check out the um the episode. Get some get something to eat in hell or something. Find yourself something to eat in hell, where the picture is a, a bunch of fire. In that episode, we talk about how you know the the moral ambiguities of 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 existing in you know trying to remain. Uh, morally neutral in a world that is like festooned with uh, capitalist thorns. Um, we try to make the best of what we can do. You know what I mean? The world is on fire, but you know, we gotta eat. Uh, um, I forgot with that guy who said this is we are living in the best possible worlds. The idiot philosopher. I think he's German or something. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. The counterpoint to him is like, no, dude, we're living in the worst possible worlds, and we all have to like be with each other and like get money, uh, however we can. And if your job entails telling people, "Hey, nice car you got there," <laughs> yeah, you got a baby in the car. Yeah, that's nice. Let me tell you something about my cousin. <laughs> If that's the way you get money, you know, you get money. You know what I mean? As long as you're not selling somebody something that is not useful at all, you know, or actively harmful to them, everything's everything's uh, peachy. So you think that's your qualification for talking shit? Mm-hmm, but I have, I have other things. Say again. But I, I have other things, but I prefer not to say them out loud. Wow. Right. Okay. Secret skills that you've developed over the years of. Alright. Okay. That's cool. I respect that. Um. I want to just get get into what we want to talk about. My notes are twofold. It is about really the open house I've been. I have some thoughts about open house the last time. It was when I went to an open house of somebody who, I don't know. Uh, it's not my vibe, and I was kind of in my head. I was the kind of person who was invited as a plus one. To an open house, and then ended up just talking to that that person instead of making new friends, because of the vibe that was there. And talking about that particular thing is harder. I'd rather talk about that with with Anwar, and and we'll have a, a much better time because 
it's a mutual friend. But uh, this time I can more fluidly talk because this this is an open house that was was that was with uh, in the family house. So the, the parents had a open house, and it was a lot of my little brothers, my baby brothers' friends, and my sister's friends. And the last time I thought about an open house, I felt this thing of oh dang. Um, <laughs> the feeling was that. Uh, I went to a place and I'm like this doesn't feel like it's my vibe it's a bunch of aunties and uncles bringing their kids and then slowly I clocked that literally everybody was my junior and then, <laughs> and then I'm like well this party isn't for me let's get out of here but this time it was less that it was more I mean same same but it is more much um, do I like open houses at all like the, the thing about a party that is done out of slightly out of obligation and slightly out of let's catch up with each other and see how everybody else is doing because the best way there's a lot of ways that you can have fun at an open house uh, without having to solely cater to the kind of person you want to hang out with like I was being quite selfish um, when I was talking about open house before because I was thinking only about the kind of conversations I want to have and the kind of people I want to be around. But at an open house where there's a bunch of people that potentially you don't know, there's value in trying to find connections, finding new connections, building new connections, and then, um, you know, uh, uh, telling them about some kind of... Helping them... <clears throat> helping people find each other meaning oh you have a business doing this this has a business doing that or you're looking for a thing I have this you know just actually like building a network of community so that we can take care of each other uh, take care of each other and that's a lot of value as well and that conversations are fun because I my brother-in-law is uh, he came to my comedy shows before when he was uh, dating my sister and we didn't there was no like <clears throat> I didn't we, we didn't connect at all in that way. He's not really that kind of guy. But every time we meet that we bond over uh, our interests or mutual interests in the stock market. And it sounds very businessy, but it really is because recently there was some collapse of the First Republic Bank. They they dropped by 92%. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, bank, the 2023 banking collapse nobody seems to be talking about it it's insane SVB First Republic which got bought over by JP Morgan and a bunch of other gigantic banks yo a drop by 92% brah that's a drop of somebody with full clothes and then suddenly they're only wearing socks and nobody's talking about it crazy um, <clears throat> so yeah so that's what we bonded over but then um, there's other conversation that happened that much I'm oh hey you're HR guy come on come over because my brother-in-law has a event space and he wants to get people using it and he was talking to all of my sister's friends and my baby brother's friends so oh, what do you do hey you can do an event here what do you do hey you can do an event here blah 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 he's very good, good at marketing I wasn't <clears throat> I was just talking to one of my other cousins and we were just talk, being silly and talking about AI and like um, the, the last World Cup and whatever but then there's this other flavor of conversation I notice, and this is the one I really want to avoid, um, because this has to do with people who like follow the blueprint of I am this age, therefore I get married, therefore I have kids, right? And there's this thing in between that happens after you have a job, but before you have you get into a relationship, <clears throat> you need a few years of waiting until your prefrontal cortex is fully formed. 
<laughs> you're 25 and then find out what your actual values are and what your your strengths and weaknesses are interpersonally before you get together and marry and have a kid because if you marry and have a kid before you develop or find out who you are and then and, and, and all that stuff you, you process your traumas and shit if you do that before that what happens is an interesting like sort of regression because I think people having babies low key early is 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 a form of like not growing up okay here's 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 my logic so like so um you grow up you you graduate and then you have a job you got you get money and then you feel like this is about the right time if you're a malaysian and you're malay i have a job i this is about time for me to get married and then uh get married have kids before you figure out who you are and what your values are and what your traumas are and blah 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 before you heal yourself from the person you become we all have we all pay the price for who we are we need to learn how to how to figure out solve our childhoods all of us are you know grow up uh, uh not perfect so we all have to deal with that before we get into a relationship and have our own kids because if you do that before you 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 deal with that what happens to your conversations is <laughs> you go from oh, hey what are you studying hey what is your job and then you revert back to yeah the kid is walking now he knows his colors <laughs> and that becomes the hot topic and i'm like yo this is like full regression and that becomes like your whole i don't know i was over here in a conversation about this, this the uh of full adults who are there and their conversation goes oh yeah oh no itulah and uh, and then ni kita apa jalan kan pergi apa ke kampung keluar panas kita sejuk keluar panas kita sejuk demam ni batuk-batuk tu demam tu bila dah batuk kan demam ha <laughs> I'm like this is yo you travel to have this conversation with this guy yearly I don't know man I don't know if this is you will you know what I'm talking about you heard this conversation before kan Like a whole yeah. a whole ass family will come in, and you're like, oh hey, last time he he was just talking about his job, and then now he he's married. He's talking only talking about the wedding, and now he has a kid, and he he regresses. He just talks about the thing that you you've only already known. There's no further exploration. He's <laughs> like, yeah lah, do dia ni kalau dah kena coklat, makan banyak makan tu, ah no no makan coklat, amazing. I'm not suggesting everybody should be amazing conversationalists or like, but <laughs> this is a conversation I don't want to have. This is what I mean. Are you relating to this? But do you, do you get what I'm talking about? Yeah, I guess like at this point of my life, like at this age, I get like a lot of distant relations. <laughs> especially you get them. I get. I, it's it's not like I ask for them like, uh, but I don't really have other choices because. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. hang out with my friends, right? I hang out with my friends. Yeah. And then sometimes I want to talk about like, uh, because some of my friends, they are very accomplished in their, in their careers. Mm. Sometimes I want to talk about like, you know, what are you doing? Uh, like, what what is your new or current project and stuff like that. But yeah. all they want to talk about is their kids. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know if it happens because they're very young mm. or they just like to talk about their kids. So I don't want to assume we don't, that. Yeah, we don't know. 
But it, yeah, we don't know. Is there is for me lah? There is definitely an interpretation that I'm choosing to look through, where these people just go back to they just regress. There's there's no like evolution of conversation. I talk about my uh, my nibblings, my nieces and nephews with uh, my sister because I'm trying to you know I'm I want to get to know them because these are my family. Eventually, we're gonna play video games together, and I need to buy gifts for them, and I'm invested in their growth as people, right? But I will never talk about my nieces and nephews to a stranger. They're not invested. I'm not right. gonna, you know what I mean, and I'm not gonna pretend like it's such an exciting thing that this happened to them. I care that it's exciting. It was exciting to me when this happens to my my nephew because I'm I'm uh, the yardstick is oh this level of development versus uh this other his siblings and then what that means for what kind of toys I can give him, what we can talk about, blah blah blah. Uh, but. If I have a child, I'm not going to tell you that this kid, you know, that this kid loves cats for half an hour. You go that kucing, oh no, they like kaja, huh? Like kaja, no kucing. You did. Hmm. Yeah, dia main kucing. Banyak kucing kat rumah kita, kat luar tu kan. Dia macam tak ni, kita tak jaga sangat. What? What happened? Is this? I don't know, man. Like the quality of conversation is whatever. If some, some that if that is your day and you love it, go ahead, bro. But I doubt that you're listening to this podcast. Like <laughs> we, we, that's not the quality of conversation. Or the level of conversation I bring to the table is it's um, yeah. So that's what I'm trying to avoid. And I see, I see that people who have kids early that this happens. I remember, <laughs> overhearing a conversation between a friend of mine. Oh, he was. T- He was talking about the bad fashion sense of old people, right? He was like, "Yeah, memang atau apa? Pacik-pacik aku memang pacik-pacik aku semua memang dong suka pakai batik-batik yang warna macam tak apa-apa kan. Tapi memang itu style dia orang. Tak tahu waktu kita tu nanti kita pun suka batik-batik yang buruk itu. Dia tak tahu. <laughs> Whoa. This with the same level of like intent and 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 I don't know authority as somebody talking about you know a bank run or <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the novel insight that this guy has discovered. And I'm like, yeah, damn, this I gotta get out of here. So yeah, you, mm. you want to say something? Right, right. For me, like, okay, when I hang out with my friends mm. who have kids. The conversation is not good. Like, the conversation is not it's not sparkling. The conversation is not <laughs> going where I'm going. Yeah. Okay. It's whatever. Uh, I can't expect them to behave the same way as we uh, mm. as they did back when we were in still still in college, right? So now I hang out a lot with my old aunties and uncles. Yeah. They're so fun. They have way more fun stories. Oh. Okay. I think because their kids grow up and they don't have to talk about them anymore. Okay. Great. <laughs> And I think that's what happens. The you because you arrested your development, so you have to like wait until your kids grow up. So you okay. you you do your adolescence twice, and then yeah. afterwards, baru oh right, I can have my own ideas. But by this time, this is the is the worry. Like but because because you had to do your adolescence twice. Can my sister who used to be super hip and would tell me all the cool stuff in media, is now like a couple decades, like a full decade almost <laughs> back. Like her references are a little old. Like she's like she's still like JoJo Ciara, and I'm like, nah, dude, we're we're like you know Ashniko, and we're you know 
um, division and all these new kids and she's like who are these people and and a whole adolescent like, until they can finally get back into it and they sound old now and they become conspiracy theorists because they weren't <laughs> they weren't there when the hot thing was hot you know what I mean they they the wires across because no 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 you you're talking with references that are like too old to be applied to the current situation and I think that's what happened I don't know if that's the case with you but I would hear you know Uncle Auntie's talking about you know the, the dangers of Facebook now they're talking about dangers of Facebook we've been done we've been past that shit they did you know mm. they accidentally genocided a thing how shitty are you at making apps that you accidentally created a genocide <laughs> but they, but they're like just now like figuring it out like, oh yeah tu lah sekarang aku dah Facebook dah sekarang semua WhatsApp je WhatsApp je boleh confirm sebab dia encrypted so kita tahu maklumat tu lah okay alright this is not a conversation for me but I'm glad that this is an enriching conversation for y'all uh, that you no longer talk about you know <clears throat> dia kalau kala-kala dia suka kala-kala memang <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I'm not there That's the, I have to avoid that table Oh boy. Um, yeah, so that I think that's the value of not having kids early, and why I'm trying to avoid <laughs> trying to avoid and why, that. What my point of view is? Like, okay, good. I'm glad that the friends that I have, they either don't have kids that early, or if they do, they are the kind of people who I'm glad they have kids already. Meaning they already did the work, and then they have the kids. So I'm glad for that. Uh, yeah. So that's point one. Um, anything to add before we move to point two? Yeah. Say again? Nah. No. No, okay, alright. Um, okay, here we go. Oof. I'll talk about AI a little bit. I don't know if I talked about it. I don't think I did. Because I needed time to process how I feel about this. Um, uh, there's a lot of sort of... Um, software services and um, I guess a lot of tools that have been that be using AI and by AI I'm here to say um, large language models and uh, where they took that they take that tech and then they apply it to existing software to help it go along I'm not talking about chat GPT or mid-journey where you can use a prompt and then they, they come out with stuff I'm talking about that tech being used in conjunction with other software to make things faster and what has happened is something that I'm a little I, I worry about what's gonna what's gonna happen I don't want to be a doomer about this even though I'm known to be pretty doomy gloomy um, uh, about things on this podcast but uh, there's a thing something uh, so a guy who one of the dudes who helped uh, Google build its AI platform he quit because of concerns over ethical uses of AI and there's also the Humane Society for Computing they did a whole video that I will link in the description if you want to watch the video about the the dangers of, uh, of artificial intelligence and the stuff that they talk about in that video <clears throat> and the Google guy talk about and even Stephen Hawking said this before he died like he was worried about AI um, I want to talk about the specific 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 points that is this pertinent to my own experience here's what what AI tech has helped to do with, with certain things like uh, let's say Photoshop Elements uh, Premiere and um, uh, there's this thing called Autopod FM so a specific software for that. So with Autopod, 
um, what you can do is you can record a three camera uh, uh, podcast as in three angles right so then if you want to edit between them you have to do that work it's really annoying but with autopod you will take that video and it will edit it automatically for you a job that will take you eight hours is now 15 minutes it will be AI okay great question mark great full stop um, and then also okay great so exhibit one right and then there's also um, uh, stuff that um, uh, AI assisted um, okay before we, when you want to do this this when you want to do sort of not data entry when you want to analyze a bunch of uh, a bunch of data and then f- uh, put your own uh, algorithm onto it it will you will need to figure out what it is find the quote unquote Excel formula plug the data in and then uh, check for the for the results and coming up with the formula look at the data set and then checking the the, the output and then uh, finally after you confirm all of that coming up with that little packet of of, of a sort of uh, auto run script that would take you uh, maybe like three days without AI you can do that in uh, do that in an hour mm-hmm. okay two so now a bunch of these AI assisted stuff has, has happened and even like writing tools and like um, research tools are being boosted by AI a bunch of other things as well like uh, um, subtitling captions uh, recognizing photos and all these things they have helped Uh, people be super productive especially in my field of the the working creative right where you can generate iterate and come up with uh, come up prototypes way faster and you cut your work time by orders of magnitude by 10x now you as a worker would think this is great I get I get to work less hours a lot of the uh, and and if you if they use these AI trained models to apply for a bunch more tools, we'll have way way less uh, uh, work hours, and it'll be a great uh, be a good time. Your work is less, right? <laughs> if you're ahead of me, listener, you know how terrible this is already, because this is what you as a worker think. You think more leisure time less you know less time like breaking your brain uh, uh, about, about how, what to do but if you're an HR person middle management person or like somebody who's like at the top of things trying to maximize and optimize you are now seeing how how much of your workforce you can slash or how much more productivity you can plug into the into AI and then triple X quadruple X and whatever whatever I've seen people already in my timeline showing like hey these are the AI tools you can use get on the board or else get on board with the AI game or else get get drowned in the wave okay great but if you optimize for output and then you cut off the 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 you optimize for output and then you think the best thing to do is then to go lean meaning okay I'm gonna keep these people top people and then the last, last people tak payah kerja tak payah kerja means you're letting them go right so then what have you ended up valuing You know what I mean? From a worker side, is from a worker side, it's very easy. There's two things are like right now we are in the middle of like trying to. I I say we because I'm I'm I've been going to like job interviews and stuff. They have had uh, conversations about AI and they are from the management. So uh, I'm talking to somebody who's trying about to hire me. So they are taking management concerns in their head and so they are talking about hey, 
AI is going to help us boost stuff. We help us uh, 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 triple our output. How are you going to come into our company now and 15x that? I'm like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to get to work and do my thing and then go home. That should be what I value. Did, did none of y'all remember that the pandemic killed like 30% of us? And then we, we, we've decided that work, well, workers who are essential are the people who are out in the street. And now you're like doubling down on this AI shit. It, is, we're gonna enter a, a, a place of like, like big, big reckoning because, uh, because the, pe- the people who don't leverage AI to do their work will be eaten, quote unquote, eaten like financially by the people who do do that. But at the same time, people who do do that are kicking off a bunch of talented people who are now like put out of work in in some ways. This is long tail up uh, 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 VAI. And now, <laughs> and now what? We have to really determine and decide for ourselves what, what is the importance of labor? Like what kind of work do we want to value? And uh, we're on the cusp of having to figure out what the fuck, um, uh, what the fuck we're gonna do assuming everything's done by AI you get what I mean the work of I just saw this recently you sell insurance can so uh, there's a there's a service that goes hey we'll match your thing to a policy no agent needed and I'm and I'm sure you're already thinking of ways that agent is already necess- necessary and better but like I don't know is it According to the company insurance companies, is it more valuable or not? They are now trying to decide whether or not it is easier or better to just plug a bunch of data into the AI and help that figure it, figure out that the chatbots are getting uh, are getting better and more human. The the processes are getting five x seven x faster, and we have to decide. We are the because we're the working class. We have to decide what we're gonna do with a bunch of people who decided that our labor is suddenly now valueless. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm making sense or like if my if my anxieties are fully communicated here, but I feel like we're in the middle of a of a moment where, yeah, it's a it's a little which um hmm. Part of me wants to feel or like hopes that th- had that the level headedness wins. Like okay, let's use AI to to uh. To make sure we get our work done faster, the same level of output, to the same level of quality, to the same level of satisfaction, and then the people who work for us, we keep, and then we just we we cut their hours if they can d- deliver the output better. We don't push them to do more output. Just fucking go home and be with your families. <laughs> but I part of the other part of me goes, yo, nah. If they're just gonna keep doing this, they they've laid off like thousands of people. All the f- the fan companies, yeah, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, uh, Netflix, Google—they all like la- laid off a bunch of people. And Google is fast tracking their AI experiments, and they're not really considering the ethical implications. Like one of the ethical questions, it'll be in the video in the description, is uh, the my AI uh, chatbot on Snapchat, right? So the AI only knows what the AI knows, meaning not really. So when you when they, they model this conversation where a thirteen year old uh, tells the bot they're thirteen and then tells the bot that they're going out on a date with somebody ten years older and it's going to be a special day on the birthday and then the AI buggy suggestions of like candlelit dinner and wear something nice instead of being careful and like don't because then a bot doesn't know what the fuck you know what I mean and then yeah this chatbot is live now. 
and teen, teens are using it now. So so that's just one like ethical concern. There's a, this other thing for me that specifically for from my point of view is like what is it going to do to to the labor market? Like the, uh, saying the labor market feels sort of reductive, but what is it going to do to the pe- to the working class? Like we well, as workers. You would think, right? The 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 idea of, of of making things easier and faster is so that we have more leisure time. But no, like tech outputs has just been like hungry to like make things and 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 do stuff and create things and be productive. But at the same time, hey, who's gonna use and consume all these products? We're not making any money anyway. That's enough of me feeling very hot about what AI is about. Uh, does that make sense? What do you think? Yeah, your opinions? What's going on? Okay, I don't really know a lot about AI to make any assumptions about them. I just know that it's not really, like, okay, it increases productivity, one, but it's not really, I don't think it can be human, what do you call that? Accuracy? Not accuracy. I think it can be that. It can be human touch. Like, how do I say this? Like, mm. how do I say that it's not... Uh, it's a robot, right? Like, how much does it know? It knows as much as we tell it and we have data sets we can feed it, you know? Yeah, that's the extent of what it knows. Yes. But I can, I can say that how it will ruin the labor market, to be honest. You cannot see it? I, I can see it. Okay. You can. Mm. <laughs> and you're like, great. <laughs> okay. It's, I'm not. I'm not really, really great because I haven't. I haven't given like much thought about it because like, okay, right now it doesn't really affect my career because I am an insurance agent. But I have heard about um about like the one that you said earlier about uh we can key in all of our data and then they will match us with the right policy for us yeah okay? yeah 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 but one of the reasons why we sell our services as for me as an insurance agent is like i want to be able to uh connect with my customer and then some customers they don't like uh what do you call that dealing with computers right they want to talk to actual human beings mm but I can see how that this, just saying that in the insurance industry will help a lot of people because like some people, they don't want to, some people, they don't want to talk to human. They want to just like communicate with a computer, just want to get everything yeah. settled on the computer. Yeah. And some people, they want, they want to be, they want to have someone that like, they can just like text or WhatsApp and suddenly like, it'll be like, Oh, I want to claim this and I want to claim this. I want to go to hospital. So I can see how this could work both ways yeah so when with, with jobs that are like client facing people facing with them mm-hmm. a lot less danger in, in, in whatever but but there is stu- there are stuff in the pipeline that can be sped up by ai you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. uh maybe finding prospects might be faster if you can plug in a bunch of data about your demographics and find out who is more useful to like pitch your policy mm-hmm. to that can help you a lot um stuff like uh recruiter working as a recruiter you think you're facing a person can but you're not really facing a client you're facing candid- candidates and candidates are more you know the supply demand things a little in, uh, is a little different you because you are the supply side so uh, as far as jobs so what they can what they can do 
uh, comb it through, le- uh, let the AI read, and then ask them to do assessment tests, and then the, the test can just be a, 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 a version of the task they are expected to to accomplish at work, and then they do that, and then 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 recruiters the recruiter's job is. You know, it can be very easily. I see. I see it replacing uh, uh, a lot of the this this the the jobs that are not like human to human facing, and this is not an insignificant portion of of the people who are working. You know what I mean? There are people who are doing payroll, for example, and then gone. There are people who do, who who are like book balancing. Gone. Technical writing, which is like one of a pretty lucrative part of writing, uh, technical documentation that might be able to a lot a, a huge chunk of that can be sped up in a lot of ways via AI. In some ways, you can say that oh, everybody needs to just get on board and then and then use AI to make their jobs better. But that's the that's the thing about it. Much um, the hard on that the tech companies have for this AI is, things is gonna fuck up a lot of the, a lot of the situations because tech didn't actually make ours work less. We used to work a lot less. You know that um, what was it? Was it in feudal times? They had a lot of holidays. You know this during the during the feudal times, the farmers and the workers they got mm-hmm. a lot of holidays. Because it was believed that they need a lot of uh, a lot of days off, and then industrialization happened, and then they needed to be like a massacre, literally, for us to get us our weekends to get two days off. They needed to be people needed to die. The labor, the gigantic labor uh, movement, and then uh, after the, uh, the like, information age or whatever, that we work even harder. People have two or three jobs now. Because they needed to to support certain things, and now with AI, it's gonna get even worse. I don't like it. Like, see, I think the profit motive is really fucking things up, and 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 I don't know how to like square. Um, I mean, we're heading into a reality where either your job involves, you know, uh, helping <laughs> helping us boil the oceans by doing internet work <laughs> that 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 burns the underwater <laughs> cables, or face-to-face things that 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 is face thing i don't know it's it, there's value but like you know what i mean like i don't know i, I, I guess I'm, I'm i'm a little i'm I'm smashing all these ideas together in not a so elegant way but my feelings about ai is concerned because i know that the the people with capital is gonna swing the capital dick and if they have a hard on for ai they're gonna fuck a lot of the people who are just trying to live and and and, yeah. and us for each other and, and you listener i hope you are aware of, of of how ai can be used in your uh um uh field and i hope you understand that i'll 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 link the 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 video in the description and then you can go and check it out and i do uh um i hope you get some value out of that and be aware that um I mean, uh, the again, the the I always say this like the value of the work that the thing that I want I value most is whatever work that helps the the community of people you've decided to build around yourself. So find the people who like your work, find the people who who you would like to work with, uh, work with them. Right now, the the, the mom and pop places, the local uh, uh, people who provide you with stuff you like to enjoy and consume, uh, support them directly if you can. And yeah, man, we're headed to a fun funky place um the job market is weird yo i've been to like multiple r- rounds of interviews with multiple places 
And it just takes longer for them to reject me now. That's all it feels like. <laughs> They're just taking six rounds of great conversation and great your 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 testament test is great and then right at the end sorry, you're nah. And I'm I'm like, whoa, this used to be much faster before. People can just go no or yes. And now it's like they need to check if I'm an AI. <laughs> uh it's a whole deal. So, yeah, man. I don't know if this is going to make you all feel good after listening, but that's uh, that's where we are. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's, it's not really fun. Sometimes this podcast is like that, and I apologize. Either this or boring. Uh, you know, it's up to you, really. Ooh. So, yeah, that's that's the deal, yo. I uh, don't feel great. <laughs> I feel super safe in my comedy thing. AI is not going to touch that at all. It's just this other part. I worry about this other, this whole other thing that a bunch of my peers and my my friends and people I care about are working in, and they're being mm-hmm. bullied by by AI penises. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to add to this before I move on to the last thing you want to talk about? No. Okay. Not really. We are proud to interrupt this rambling nonsense to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Hello, dear listener. Do you know about patreon.com slash monkeys? I mean, you know about it. I'll talk about it every episode. But did you know that that's one of the only ways to support this podcast? This podcast costs uh, resources, time and money, and also um, it costs a lot of energy. And as low as five ringgit a month, you can go over at Patreon and support this podcast. Just go to patreon.com slash monkeys and do the little details over there. And as low as five ringgit a month, you get to enjoy video versions of this podcast, including extra content. You get to find out where Anwar has been hanging out, <laughs> what he's been doing. Uh, you get to uh, listen to cool audio sketches and behind the scenes content. And you can participate in a direct conversation about the future of uh, Pinball Monkeys and the other projects that are related to Mental Picture. So, I think that's cool. You know, also you get to support art directly. Usually, you know, you give gigantic corporations this money, but why not support stuff directly? Support your local thing. Be part of the community. Thank you so much for the people who have already participated and pledged their hard-earned cash to this enterprise. These people are, of course, Aisha, Sarah Roger, Faza Fauzi, Arina, Amanda, Anwa, Dikhanis, Daniel Imran, Alia, Sabrina, Mayamin, Safri, Zan Belik, Nick Dorville, Farid Zahi, Ilisar, Fairuz, Siti Fatima, and Lukman Alias. If you want me to shout out your name in this ad break read thing, go over on Patreon and... Uh, Give us a little pledgy pledge. You can cancel any time as well. I know times are tough, uh, but that's why I'm doing this because I <laughs> I need uh, legal fees. Thank you for your support. Um, yeah, uh, that's all. <laughs> Thank you for your kind attention. Now, despite popular demand, we return to the podcast. This is the thing I mentioned. I already talked about this actually. Uh, I'm just gonna say this again and I hope this doesn't bore the listener I talked about this on stage so that's why the McFlurry have you had a McFlurry recently? yeah I did okay describe to me exactly what a McFlurry is that you got the McFlurry you got describe to me exactly what it is 
uh, the Mad Fairy that I got was like the new one. I think it was called Milo Dinosaur. Okay. Which is Milo Dinosaur. Okay. The first bite, not great. Oh, like, no, 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 no. I... Just describe it as if I don't know what a McFlurry is. Okay, okay. So, okay, it's an ice cream. Okay. Where and is it in like, a cone or a cup or a, a bowl? It's in, it's in a tall cup. It's in a tall cup, okay. Yeah. And then they put like a little bit of uh, Milo powder on it. On it, okay. Yeah. Okay, and there's, okay, you have a spoon. They give you a spoon, right? Yeah, yeah. What does the spoon look like? Uh, white plastic spoon. Okay, just a regular spoon, but white and plastic, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I already said this in the last episode, but um, now I have a sounding board, and I already did this on stage, so I apologize if this bores you, but the new McFlurries don't flur, and uh, I'm sick of this shit. You can't not flur my McFlurry. A flurry is a, a, what is it, a swift movement of, like, sediment and little thingies. You're supposed to have, like, there's no toppings in a McFlurry. The McFlurry has striations of little bits inside. It is a conglomeration of white ice cream that has been intermingled with a bunch of thingies in there. The the platonic ideal of an Oreo McFlurry is that the Oreo is interspersed throughout the ice cream. That's why it's called McFlurry, because it is flirt. Yes? Oh, no. I mean, does it affect the taste? Oh, my God. Yes! Because the texture, the texture is all wrong now. One, the textures are wrong. The the, the 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 textures are wrong, and yeah, you can make the argument that the flavors are the same. But if you call it a McFlurry and there's no flurry, then it's a Sunday with Milo on it. Don't bullshit me. This burger clown is doing too much to fuck me over now. What are you doing? Here's the thing that it was always done before as well. When I was a child. I ordered it, I see, uh, I overheard somebody saying, would you like a chocolate sundae? And I was like, that sounds great. I know what a sundae is. It's an ice cream. And then uh, they're like, it's chocolate. Perfect. Give me it. And they give me a thing. Now, you know what a chocolate sundae looks like from McDonald's, yes? It's in your, men- yeah. it's in your mind's eye? All right. Yeah. What flavor of ice cream is it? It's vanilla. Fuck! <laughs> what is chocolate then? You tit... <laughs> Kau dah lah badut. Lepas tu kau nak jual ice cream, kau tak reti bagi nama. Puan Hajar. What is the McFlurry? There's no flur. It's a Sunday. If you still tell me it's a Milo powder Sunday, I'm a happy uh-huh. guy. We won't have this conversation. The podcast ends at the AI and then we go home. But now, it is like, we're McFlurry. The new McFlurry. It doesn't flur. Good luck, asshole. Kau ngajar. That the Sunday chocolate Sunday is like this is vanilla. I didn't want vanilla, and then the chocolate, the chocolate mucus they put on there, <laughs> which is what is that? Oh, it's not ice cream. It's a thingy. It's a melty. Blah, blah, uh, uh. And you have to mix it with your. I really wanted a chocolate ice cream, so I did a vigorous mixing of the syrup into the vanilla. Which, you mm-hmm. know, because I'm because I grew up watching Thundercats. You know what I mean? If I want something, yeah. I need to really like slice and dice and use my powers to go there. That's the way. You know what I mean? We gotta fucking work for what we need. We work for what we want. The shonen guys have been telling me. You know, the soul, whatever, the bola, jiwa. We gotta fucking work hard for what we want. So somebody gives me a vanilla, uh, chocolate sundae that is white and black on it. 
maybe it's my job to mix this and create my own chocolate sundae. Maybe this is part of the experience. I'm a I'm I'm a kid who knows that Gundam is something you buy, then you have to put together yourself. I understand working hard for what you want. So I did that. I flirted my own chocolate sundae. And then it became this like wet soupy thing. It's no longer a textural delight. I'm now drinking a cold soup. <laughs> Badut ni memang dah biasa buat pangai macam ni. Dia pijak kepala kita daripada tahun 70-an lagi. And none of us do anything about this. Buat movie, bukan main gah lagi, buat kilau orang kita, blah, blah, blah. This fucking clown has been shitting all over our faces, giving us the chocolate sundae that's not chocolate, and the McFlurry that we have to flur ourselves at home. Some bullshit. McFlurry used to be flurred. The this, this spoon used to have a square hole because mm-hmm. it's part of a machine that like like stirs the thingy. And gives it a really cool effect. And when you pull the spoon out, it's enrobed uh-huh. in vanilla ice cream that's full of like tasty striations. And the first, the first pull of your spoon is like half of the container because that's part of the experience of a McFlurry. And now, enjoy our new mm-hmm. McFlurry. You flurry yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a question. Right? Okay. Is that not so clear? when you flirt, <laughs> okay. So when you say that it's flirred, it means that it's stirred. Because I was wondering what 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 do you, what do you mean by flurrying? Because like what what I've never heard of the word flurry before. Flurry, like, is that a, word? a flurry of things. You know what that, what that means. Flurry. A flurry of you know like like a, fl- uh, a flurry means like a swarm of debris. Yeah. Yeah. So muck, it, a muck it, flurry. I mean, you can infer right from information. You inferred hands. Okay, that's a callback to something that's exclusive on Patreon. But yeah, you infer information from from limited, you know, limited data set. Muck flurry. Uh-huh. You flur the toppings into the ice cream. Oh, okay. But I didn't. I didn't think that it would mean stir. Like, why would you mean flur and stir? Because oh, okay. because McSturry sounds dumb. <laughs> the new McSturry. We stirred it for you? That doesn't sound great. But McFlurry, they, you see them put the thing and then... It used to be a thing, a spectacle. You watched as they make this new concoction. New delicious frozen confectionery. That was ace when they made it. Then you see it happen. And then now... They, don't, they just give you a regular ass spoon. It's a Sunday. McDonald's, stop lying to me, man. I know you're like... You're trying out these new things. You're doing them in a cafe. You're trying to sell us pies. Like, you know what's up. Trying to sell us coffee. Like, that was ever going to work. The McCafe counter is always the most abandoned one. I think they put you there if they want you. They don't want to fire you. They just don't like you. And they put you in the McCafe corner so nobody talks to you in McDonald's. Because you're, you're at McDonald's. You want some greasy shit. You know, you want some cheesy whatever. Or you want a toy. You're a child. Mm-hmm. You don't go then order, you know. I would like um, a mochaccino. At the McDonald's, get the fuck out of here! Flurry my McFlurry next time. Yeah, I guess I think because I, I have never thought about that before because I've never seen people making like flurry. Like I don't know how it looks like, and also I just found out that it means stirring. Yep. Well, now you know. Okay. Now the listener knows, and um, yeah. Right, right to your local uh, burger clown, and let them know what the fuck is up. What is this shit? We refuse to stand down. Kita lawan. Okay. Um. Thank you, everybody, for listening. 
go over to patreon.com slash monkeys if you want to see the video version of this podcast with some extra content where I properly introduce 13 and they talk about uh, where they live and some interesting facts about mudskippers and uh, people from Perlis. So yeah. Mm, that's all for me. Uh, thank you, thank you. I love you, I love you. Be kind to each other. And I will see you and hear from you next week. No, you will hear from me next week. Okay. Bye-bye.